This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger at GCNLife.com. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. Now, he's never been with us before, and we've been able to keep him off stage, sequestered in a soundproof booth, so he does not know what we're about to do. And you can bring him out of the booth now. Bring him to the microphone. Mark Elfstrand, Christian radio veteran, welcome to the broadcast. So we're going to hit you with the question today is for $64,000, who is buried in Grant's tomb? Who is buried in Grant's tomb? How, mu- how much time do I have on this, Jim? <laughs> we don't have one of those fancy uh, clocks or anything. But, uh, hey, it's so good to have you with us tonight. And uh, to give a little bit of an introduction for Mark Elfstrand, many, many of you that listen to this show, I'm sure know who Mark is because I have been going on his radio shows for probably close to 25 years as a guest on the other side of the microphone. But this is the first time we've turned things around and now he is my guest and he's with us for the hour and there's so much we could talk about um, and he's been with, I think, nine different radio stations over his career as a radio host most of them christian radio stations but mark i'm going to teach you a little trick here about uh podcasting and this show is live we have thousands of people that listen live but then we have tens of thousands that pick it up on a download later this week so one of the tricks because i know you're getting into all this is we have to start with something really hot really interesting or we lose everybody that's how it works so i'm going to get to like your background and all of that stuff in our next segment but i want to start with something that you said on social media Uh, you're now doing these facebook live videos and you said something that just literally i mean almost knocked me over you were talking in one of your videos about the voices that we hear in our head and those voices sometimes are not from God. Obviously, we can tell those voices. And uh, I never heard anybody quite present that the way that you did. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about that. I mean, I would call them uh, demonic voices or, or Satan's voices. And certainly, Satan spoke to Jesus uh, in Scripture. But a lot of us have these voices in our head. And, and you probably know from my book about what happened to me, I actually, and I share this in my book, planned out my own suicide three times. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was, I'm telling you, it was because of those voices in my head that said, you're finished, it's over, you're bankrupt, nobody's going to ever have you on their programs again, you'll never write another book. And I started to believe those voices, which were 
I believe, hundred uh, percent demonic, and drove me drove me to the point of of suicide. Uh, share with us that that uh, that thought that you had in that video. Sure. Well, first of all, uh, let's let's begin on the other side. Rather than the dark voices, let's talk about uh, what I believe God has created, and that is each human being on this earth. That that we have uh, the the beauty of what uh, what God defines for us in the early part of the book of Genesis is that, that man was created in God's image. And so we are treasured beings. And, and you read this actually throughout the scriptures, that, that we have a special place uh, as human beings in God's heart because we are made in his image. But we also read in the very early onset of the scriptures that we have an enemy, an enemy who resisted God because he chose to be like God. He actually wanted to encourage us to do the very same thing, to become our own gods, and thus resist uh, the God of the universe. So it's his mission, I believe, on a daily basis to try to take apart uh, the beauty of God's creation. And the closest he can get to that is to get human beings to be destructive, uh, destructive to themselves, which is why you would have had the kind of thoughts that uh, you did. Uh, if you could destroy yourself, oh, well, that would be great for the enemy, because, because someone created in God's image is, is, has now been destroyed. If, if he can put into the mind of people that they're really not worth anything, that, that uh, the relationships that they have, to put mistrust in there, uh, just create doubts about everything good in life. If he can accomplish that, then he is taking apart, piece by piece, the wonderful creation of God. But if we can learn to resist those voices, even in the toughest of our times, uh, that's what we call a spiritual warfare. And I believe that especially when things get troublesome for us in our personal lives, uh, that warfare uh, can get pretty intense, and we better be prepared to deal with it. Well, and I, I love one of the things that you said in your video, that you'll know if it's Satan or God by the nature of what the voice is telling you. Isn't that right? Yeah, exactly. Because if there's, if there's anything that uh, troubles you to a point where fear is dominant in your life, uh, that certainly isn't the kind of uh, the, the God reaction that he would want us to have. Uh, throughout the scriptures, we're also told that if the perfect love casts out fear, that, that peace is a tremendous byproduct of faith if we can truly invest our faith. One of the most difficult things people have to do in life is actually to live by faith. It's only on this side of, of heaven that we get to practice that. If we are united one day with uh, our, our great God of the universe, our Heavenly Father, we won't need faith anymore because everything will be by sight. It will be, will be in the presence of God. But on the other hand, on this earth, we have to learn to be able to navigate the difficulties of life by faith. And you've been through a lot in, in your life. Um, I mean, we can make a long list, and because I've stayed in close touch with you over these years. You've had um, your own physical challenges uh, with, your, with your sight. You've been through open-heart surgery. Um, you're a man talking from experience here, aren't you? Yeah, and of course, when you're when you're talking about open heart surgery, I I really uh, was was dreading that for a larger reason than most people would dread it. Uh, my father died of a heart attack at 55 when I was uh, a junior in high school, and um, it wasn't long after his passing that I decided, well, I, I think I better go to the doctor and get checked out. 
something was already working to create this fear mechanism in me that life was insecure. I didn't have any grandfathers left. Now my father was gone. Uh, all the key males in my life there, in terms of their direct, my direct ascendancy, had passed on. And so at the age of 16, what's natural to come into your mind? I'm next at 16. Wow. And, and so I began to have this fear mechanism that began to work in me where I didn't want to be uh, around uh, doctors or medical people because my father actually drove to a doctor's office, and, uh, and that's actually where he died. And, and so this all began to play out in my mind. Eventually, I, I started having panic attacks. And it was only after I began working through those that I could begin to see that there was something much greater after me, so to speak, uh, to, to try to work against me. Uh, but, but finding the encouragement of fellowship and being around others who had gone through similar circumstances, I found a, a tremendous amount of relief. So when I came up to you know, my, the age of 53 and, and find out that that I have to go in for an angiogram and other tests, and I'm just dreading this because it it just brought everything to light about the pain of losing my father. And yet on the other side of that uh, surgery, uh, God gave me a whole new sense of, of victory about life. So this is one of the big challenges that I've had to deal and with. And how many years ago was that, Mark, that you had the surgery? Uh, 2005. Wow. So, I mean, and, and you're doing well now. That's uh, 14 years ago. Can you believe yeah. it's been that long? Yeah. Wow. All right. We're, we've got him for the hour. We're going to talk about his career in radio, in particular Christian radio, what's happening in the radio industry. We'll talk about his his uh, books. He's got some books out as well. A lot more as we uh, talk with my friend Mark Elfstrand on this edition of Jim Paris Live. We'll be back. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. We trust the power of artificial intelligence to do a lot for us. Recommend books, movies, find our perfect romantic match, even drive our cars. So why trust your investments to yesterday's technology? With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence technology has been giving traders and investors the advantage they need and better protect them from sudden downturns. Because unlike humans, Vantage Point is able to analyze massive quantities of data all around the world in seconds, so you get the information 
information you need to make the right decision at the right time. Our technology can forecast market trend changes with up to 86% accuracy. Wouldn't you sleep better knowing your hard-earned capital is protected and growing thanks to Vantage Point? Stack the odds in your favor. Text DEMO to 411411. That's D-E-M-O to 411411. We'll send you a link to our free demo so you can kick off the new year in the black with Vantage Point software. Text DEMO to 411411. Homemakers. Groceries by mail ships free. Try our amazing bacon. It stores in your pantry. No refrigeration required. Our value-added packaging provides a 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Always price less than grocery for your everyday use. Savory and delicious. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Ted Anderson telling you about Jordan Rubin's Beyond Organic Green-Fed Raw Cheddar Artesian Cheese featuring whole milk created through ancient dairy breeding, unpasteurized, untreated whole milk on the same farm the cows graze, containing natural sources of omega-3s, CLA protein, calcium, probiotics, and enzymes. I have never tasted cheese this good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. listening to Jim Paris live. All right, we are back as usual. Hour number two. We have a fantastic guest with us tonight, a longtime friend of mine, Mark Elfstrand. And if you want to find out more about Mark, his last name is spelled E-L-F-S-T-R-A-N-D. Elf, just like the Keebler elf that we, uh, over the years, uh, Mark has collected quite a, a few elves that he keeps around his desk and, and that sort of thing. It's sort of an inside joke. Your favorite elf, Mark Elf Strand, and you can find his blog over at markelfstrand.blogspot.com. And he's also doing a daily Facebook live video every day. It's around 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central, and that's something he's doing now. And uh, we want to go back, though, and I've got his blog up right here and a lot of great topics. Mark, let's go back and and talk about your history. Um, I first met you on the radio. I was on with you in Pittsburgh. So for, for me, I go back as far as Pittsburgh with you, and then you went to Chicago, and you were on Chicago Moody Radio 
for many, many years. Then you were on a, a, a Salem station, WYLL, in Chicago for many years. Uh, but you've been on, what is it, nine or ten different radio stations? Well, you know, when you're hanging around the earth long enough, uh, you, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my, my first radio job was in 1975. So, yeah, and it took me to some uh, good places, like a few you've mentioned, but uh, also uh, to Dallas, where we spent uh, three wonderful uh, years also. So you've been with uh, nine was nine different stations now over your career? Yeah, and actually, uh, Jim, uh, the early stations were uh, what we would just define as secular radio stations, sure. uh, adult contemporary, and um, so that was my early start in radio, and, and, and that's really where I connected most to the idea of how promotions could be done, how sales could be done in radio, and how programming could be done. So that was a heavy learning period for me in those early years. And then that kind of narrowed my focus down to what I really found was the love of my life, which fundamentally is being behind a microphone. So in my later years, I said, that's, that's really where I want to focus. I want to be behind a microphone. And I've pretty much stayed with that focus in the last 20 years. And you have some just incredibly committed fans. Anytime I mention anything on my social media, like that you're going to be on tonight or when I've been out with you on your different uh, stations that you've been with, uh, I always get, you know, oh, we love Mark Elfstrand. And I, w- I would tell you that you have a gift of, when I listen to you on the radio, not only do you have one of those great radio voices, which I wish I had, but you have this like sense about you, like that you're talking to one person and a lot of people, when you listen to them on the radio, it reminds you of that old Mr. Microphone commercial. It's like, hey, everybody, I'm on the radio. And it, it, it's not pleasant to listen to that. Is that something you develop, that sort of I'm talking to one person type of uh, persona, or is that just natural to you? Well, I, I think that's probably uh, there's probably a mix there. But early on in my radio life, I had a, a station manager that I actually worked with uh, uh, at multiple radio stations, and and I really picked up a lot from him in terms of that kind of style. Uh, but also the just the basic instruction that radio is more of a one to one medium. I mean, uh, we've had football games on all afternoon, as you uh, know, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people that got together, and so you have this big group. And while they may talk to each other, they're probably talking football, but they're really focused on the TV. Radio is is very very different from that. It's a one-to-one medium for the most part. People listen in their cars and uh, or at home, but, but you're communicating as if you are talking to a friend, a one-to-one friend. Some people in radio over the years have even put a picture, a hypothetical listener that they might put in front of them as if they're talking to that person. I never felt that I needed to do that, but, but it is very important uh, to try to connect on that level. Yeah, and I know you, you do make that connection with people. What do you think is happening right now in the world of of radio? Um, I don't know to what degree you follow any of the big radio personalities. I'm sort of a talk talk radio junkie myself. And the the word came out uh, a few weeks ago, Michael Savage lost a bunch of his radio stations. Suddenly, the corporate powers that be said, we're taking away a bunch of your radio stations. They reduced down. I think he's only on for two hours instead of three hours. And then one of his hours is a podcast now, which, you know, what Michael Savage? He's this guy who's never done anything like that. Now he's doing a podcast. Yeah. Then Laura Ingram, she dumped her whole radio show, and now she's just doing a podcast. Is there a revolution going on in radio? 
Well, I think these are perilous times uh, for radio. I mean, you know, for many years, uh, much like television, um, you know, we kind of owned the airwaves. And uh, you had to listen then if you wanted to hear something. But that isn't the circumstance anymore. As you know, you can listen to, to uh, broadcasts of things virtually any time. And, and this is uh, particularly true in Christian radio, where you have a lot of ministries that have often uh, bought time over the years, and you, the only time you could hear them was when they would be on at a certain time of the day. Not anymore. Uh, those ministries, uh, to some degree, don't even need radio. They can do their own uh, broadcast, and, and you can pick them up and listen again uh, anytime you want. You can hear them again and again and again. And, and so that's just one dimension. But in the music field, even, I mean, think of, of how many options people now have in terms of listening to music. And they don't have to listen to radio stations. Now, I'm not saying that the radio field is dead, but the com- competition for listeners is very intense. And uh, so, so stations are having to kind of figure out how are we going to deal with digital media and how are we going to use this to expand our audience? And, and to some degree, maybe even the audience changes more to that. So, yeah, it is a very different day and a difficult day. And if, if, if you're paying for time or if, if somebody's paying you to be on the air, but they're, they don't have the same audience share, uh, you're going to find people are dropping uh, major talents or shortening their times or trying to find other ways uh, to maximize the dollar values that they have. What do you think um, is the role of Christian radio in the culture war? And I know I told you this off the air, and I won't mention the city, I won't mention the station, so I can, um, I don't want to burn bridges with people, but uh, there was um, a market, let's leave it at that, that I was a regular uh, person on as a guest. And I all of a sudden stopped getting invited to be on. And my appearances got reduced, reduced, reduced to where I was only on when I happened to be in town. So I'd call them up and say, hey, I'm in town and I'll come to your studio and appear. And they used to love that. Well, it finally got to the point that they said, "Uh, yeah, um, thanks, but no thanks. We don't want you. We, We don't even want you to come in the one time a year that you're here in town anymore. And uh, I was I, might, I was really hurt by that. And I, I asked the uh, host, I said, hey, what, what's going on? And he said, well, Jim, we, we've taken a look at, at what you're doing. And um, you are commenting on, you know, hot button issues of what's going on in the culture and the news. And uh, we don't want that. And I said, but I don't do that on your show. I've never done it. Wouldn't do it. Well, just nonetheless, you're a guy that does that. And we want to kind of. <laughs> I was like the the ten foot pole in the Grinch song. Yeah, well, you know, you're going to find uh, that uh, dynamic uh, that is out there. There, there are some few uh, read uh, publications like Christianity Today, their online edition, or various Christian websites. You look at this discussion is quite intense within the uh, the Christian. We would call it a subculture to some degree. And we'll pick it up there, Mark, when we come back. Uh, good yeah. points about uh, some of these other publications. You're listening to Jim Paris Live. My guest tonight, Mark Elfstrand, as we continue to talk about all things radio, Christian radio, and Mark's journey. We'll be back. Anytime. 
any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. It's now been a full month since the partial government shutdown, and President Trump's proposed deal on Saturday doesn't seem to have made any headway with Democrats. Vice President Mike Pence spoke on Fox News. What President Trump did here was he he set the table for a deal. Mississippi Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson on ABC's This Week says Democrats' objections are more about how the president is characterizing the idea of a physical barrier on the southern border. Well, I don't think Democrats are opposed to any physical barriers. It's just the president uh, constantly evolves his description of the wall, uh, just as he indicated Mexico was going to pay for whatever was there. Thompson is on the House Homeland Security Committee. You're listening to USA Radio News. Money! 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 Money. You gotta have it. When you need it, what do you do? If you don't have a rich uncle, call LendingTree. With us, hundreds of banks compete for your business, so you'll get loans with competitive interest rates, and in some cases, with no closing costs. So here's the deal. If you need money, call us. Do you want to refinance your current loan? Are you 62 or older and interested in a reverse mortgage? Then call LendingTree now. 800-634-1315. 800-634-1315. We've closed over $250 billion in loans. We know what we're doing and can help you. Call right now for a free quote. 800-634-1315. 800-634-1315. 800-634-1315. That's 800-634-1315. NMLS number 1136. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264 Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264
listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. My guest this hour is Mark Elfstrand. His blog is at markelfstrand.blogspot.com. If you're just tuning in and you missed the first half of the program, of course, remember, this show is available on all of the major platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, and many others. Uh, and we also rebroadcast all of our shows multiple times every week on the 24-hour streaming channel, which you can access by going to Jim Paris radio.com and mark uh just before the break we were talking about uh kind of christian media finding its place in this culture war and uh some places they don't want any controversy and it's kind of hard not to speak out on issues like abortion and men going in women's bathrooms these are things for me um, I, I just can't keep my mouth shut. It's probably uh, limiting my opportunities, I should say, in the Christian market. Well, uh, again, that's your particular role, uh, Jim, and it's an important one. And uh, years ago, uh, in a small group of guys that I was uh, meeting with in Pittsburgh, one of the guys in our group suggested that our group divine, define a purpose, whether we should have a prophetic nature or a priestly a nature as far as a way to engage in the culture. And, and I'd never thought about it in those, those terms before, but I think that's a powerful example. So, for example, what do uh, priests do? Well, to a large degree, they do try to do reconciliation. And I'm talking about in the greater role. They try to reconcile God to man. They try to remove the obstacles between God and man. It's a, it's a very priestly function. And they offer forgiveness, and they offer hope. Uh, what do prophets do? Well, the prophets of the Old Testament, they spoke truth. But they spoke truth. They didn't always have to speak in terms of what's going to happen in the next year or two or three, but they certainly spoke to what was wrong in the culture. And it was a painful kind of a job. Well, if you if you think about that for a moment, what what would most people prefer to do? Would they prefer to have a priestly role in life where everybody goes, man, that's it's just so good to be around that person? Or would they would they want to be next to the prophet, as he speaks out and warns people of the dangers of what's happening in the world and the culture around them. That's a very difficult I'll thing. I'll take priestly, I guess. If I'm well, sitting on a bus ride yeah, yeah. <laughs> with someone for a few hours, I, I think I'd go uh, for the priestly guy. But it, it is interesting because uh, Chicago, where you've now lived for many, many years, I find it, it it's, it's something I can't wrap my brain around, how... I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of family there still, a lot of friends there still, and you probably have run into this similar situation where you will, um, someone you know to be a, a committed Christian on fire for the Lord that can completely bifurcate their Christian walk with, for example, how they vote, uh, how they will go and vote for someone that is for abortion and for um, some of this transgenderism and all of these other things that are going on in the culture. And you'll, you know, I'll just ask the question like, well, how can you do that? You know, well, you know, it's good for my union or it's good for my uh, occupation or it's good for my industry. And they sort of find that one issue that makes sense for them to want to support that person. But man, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't make that work for me. I can't look at a politician who's, who's pro-abortion and, and go along with that because they might be for something else that I'm in favor of as well. 
Yeah, well, I'm not a single-issue voter, but I am a priority-issue uh, voter. And uh, much like what you're saying right here, the value of human life is way up there in terms of my priorities. So if, if I uh, hear of a candidate that, that simply, uh, that, well, not only do, doesn't endorse that, but actually works counter to that, uh, yeah, I have a real hard time getting behind that person. Uh, our current president has given us a very, very difficult option in this area because he's given a lot of hope for people who are pro-life. And at the same time, uh, there are things about his character that have really been uh, difficult for many of us uh, to handle. And, and this has been very divisive within the Christian community. There is no perfect solution, but that's, of course, because we're not dealing with the kingdom of God. We're dealing with the kingdom of man. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, uh, what do they call it, a Hobson's choice, where there really is no, no perfect choice. Uh, Illinois, where you live, is going through some interesting things, though, culturally. Um, you kind of have uh, the tale of, of, of kind of two Illinois, right? You've got the Chicago area, which seems to be drifting further and further left. But is there still sort of a conservative sense to the southern Illinois, the farmers and, and all of that? Uh, is, is it still more of a, of a split state in that way? Well, it is, but there are not enough in the bottom part of the state to offset uh, what uh, is happening in the uh, greater Chicago area. And, uh, you know, I mean, if we just take in context, uh, the state of California, by the way, is very similar to the state of Illinois in, in this regard, that if, if you have conservative thoughts and a conservative voice and you want to enact legislation, uh, it's virtually impossible uh, to move that direction. Um, in, in the state now of Illinois, again, the legislature is dominated uh, by, by people of liberal persuasion. Uh, the governor, J.B. Pritzker now, uh, is also of that persuasion. Very same thing in California. So, you know, uh, for the conservatives, they can go to work, they can do their job, but they're not going to get uh, their agenda through. And uh, it seems like for many people who, ha- who want to hold on to traditional values, uh, we've been relegated to the, to the sidelines. In fact, there's been at least one voice out there in California who is saying, you know, if, if conservatives simply all went away, that would probably be best for our country. <laughs> and I know you were just out in California visiting some of your right. families. It's a, a great comparison. And Chicago is always, uh, Chicago area, Illinois, has always intrigued me about sort of the governor's mansion to prison pipeline. Um, and then you had recently a big scandal with an alderman. Um, you're, you're, you live there, you follow the news. Is Chicago, is, are they cleaning up their act at all, or is it just sort of like Chicago is as Chicago does, and it's... We just keep seeing these politicians going to prison. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I think the human nature uh, proves to us that, uh, you know, power, um, it, of course, we know the, the classic statement about power, that and, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. But, but power, once it gets in the hands of people, is a very, very dangerous thing, because so much comes to you uh, without you even necessarily inviting it in. But once it starts coming to you, the attractiveness of people offering you benefits or deals uh, has that, that natural way of just kind of weaving its way into your soul. And it's not just, of course, uh, one political party. It's, it's both sides of that that happens. But, but in the state of Illinois, we've had more than our share. You know, we have the running uh, gag that uh, our former governors are the ones who make our license plates, Jim. <laughs> yeah, and and the other thing about Illinois that that intrigues me is the property taxes, and um, you know I, I've got an aunt who I love dearly, and she's lives in kind of you know normal like you know middle class smaller house, 
And she's telling me like her property taxes are like seven or eight thousand a year. You know, here in Florida, I'm I'm in a twenty three hundred square foot beautiful home here, five minutes from the beach. I pay sixteen hundred dollars for my taxes for the whole year. I, I don't understand how that amount that Chicagoans pay, uh, not just Chicagoans, but people throughout the state pay for property taxes. Yeah. Well, they pay that because the people who are in power decide that that is what they're going to vote for. And the people get into power because the other people voted for them to get into power and then stay in power. And it's not enough money, though, right? Because everything is run running short. All the pensions and the all the roads, system. everything is in disrepair. And yeah. so you would think like, well, it, it, maybe as long as the roads are paved with gold, this is okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. In fact, again, the pensions uh, in the, the city of Chicago are the ones that are getting the most recent attention. Uh, we just had um, an, an article come out in the Chicago Tribune in the last couple of days uh, talking about the way that we're going to be funding uh, the school system here in Chicago and the uh, and the demands that are out there and the way that they're willing to fund, get this, the education of children is to support gambling and drug initiatives like for legalization of marijuana and legalization of casinos. What a great way, suppose, I'm being sarcastic wow. here. Wow, I'm, you know, I'm telling you. And, and then add a GoFundMe account to that and you might come up with enough money. <laughs> To, to at least uh, keep it wired for a few months before you know it all collapses. The Ponzi scheme moves on. All right, after this break, we're going to talk about reinventing yourself. What to do when you lose a job? You know, how do you move forward? When is it time to maybe shift in a different direction? Maybe change career? Some wisdom from a guy that's been through this. We'll be back. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for FreeSurvivalGifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love FreeSurvivalGifts.com. At FreeSurvivalGifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, Free Survival Gifts. Gifts.com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. You may need this herbal tea for relief right away. So write this down, drmillersclinic.com. If you take meds, then suffer stomach distress, constipation, indigestion, acid reflux, and bloating, and nothing else helps, get Dr. Miller's Holy Tea or Super Holy Tea, a cleansing, detoxifying herbal tea, now available at great rates direct from Dr. Miller's office. Call or click 888-660-7039 or drmillersclinic.com. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. You are listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. My guest this hour, our last segment is Mark Elfstrand. And Mark, I know you've been wondering if those bongo players are live here in the studio, and the answer is yes. Aren't you, are you one of them? <laughs> yeah, all of these. I've got like my own live band, like David Letterman or one of those guys. They, yeah. but it's, it's it's all in a spare bedroom in my house here in Florida, if you can believe it. Everybody fits into one room and they stay quiet during the live segments. But in any case, want to let people know uh, that you do have a book and it's a great book. It's available at Amazon. It's called Ten Passions of a Man's Soul. You can find that. Just uh, search Mark Elfstrand over at Amazon. You can also find Mark's blog, markelfstrand.blogspot.com. And Mark, you need to get into this whole world of like ebooks and all that because, uh, you know, my one of my best-selling books right now is only 44 pages in length. It's both a printed book and an ebook, but it's all done through Amazon, through like their whole self-publishing thing. And uh yeah. Um, I get, you know, it's like it took me not very long to write and the thing just sells like hotcakes. It's about repairing credit, but this, just like we're talking about radio changing, uh, the publishing business has changed to where you can sit down in a few hours and put together something small and people will, will spend money for that. Well, I've already got one uh, in mind. I'm not going to discuss it now, but you and yeah, I don't let that don't discussion. don't tell us because someone will steal your idea. Yeah. <laughs> but my idea is about those voices uh, that that we're hearing because I, I think there's a lot of people that uh, that you remember when Pat Robertson was running for president yeah. and they cornered him and they said, "Do you actually hear God's voice?" And when he said yes, 
he was done. You're right. And uh, it, it was almost like you're ready. That's when they take you off uh, in a straitjacket. I, I tell people this every day. I, I hear God's voice, but only when I'm listening. That's that's the key uh, to the whole thing. But you've been through nine radio jobs, so I'm I'm assuming that between each of those jobs, there was a little bit of you know, wow, I'm now between these jobs. Um, it, was there ever a time that your wife or anybody said, you know what, uh, you should just become a mailman or do something that's like more stable? Did you ever feel like sort of the ups and downs of that industry, of the radio industry, was something that you needed to walk away from? Being a family man, how many children did you have? I have three. Three children. You got a wife. You got probably, you know, house and mortgage and all that stuff. And you're in one of those industries where they could just call you in at any time for any reason and say, don't come back to work tomorrow. Yeah, that just happened to me actually about <laughs> three weeks ago. So uh, I know the feeling, and I've I've had it a couple of times uh, happen to me uh, that way. Uh, and it is radio, and I understand the dynamic that radio sometimes uh, works like that. That uh, you know uh, you can have management changes, you can have station changes, but you know it isn't just radio, Jim. As you know, I mean, almost any any business environment you're in, companies get bought up, and people are suddenly without jobs and such. So so that is the the nature uh, of the world. However, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be thinking about that or planning for it and be strategic about the way that we think about our, our career life. I mean, do you want me to comment on that? Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm just thinking like a, a guy like you with such a tremendous voice and, and gift of communication, I'm thinking like um, you could be one of those book on tape guys that reads the book onto the, you know, there's a huge market for that. Those guys get thousands of dollars and like having your own production studio, doing voice work and those kinds of things. It would just seem like, man, it's like somebody with all your talents, but it's like, it's not showing up at a radio station maybe, but it's different things that might even pay a lot more money. Yeah. Well, actually I'm kind of uh, moving more towards, maybe doing uh, some independent work on a full-time basis. And uh, again, that's a discussion that maybe uh, you and I will have on a personal level uh, more, but uh, mainly because of that instability that you're talking about, part one. Part two is, I, you know, I am 67. And, you know, if you look around the world and say, hey, how many of you are waiting to hire a 67-year-old guy? Uh, I don't care what your field is. There's probably not a lot of people uh, jumping up and down to do that. So you do need to take inventory. You need to start thinking about the various things that God has gifted you to do and, and be prepared to, you know, kind of move in, in some of those other directions. And I'm certainly thinking along those lines. Yeah, you know, it is interesting, my book, How to Pray for a Financial Miracle. Yeah. Um, I, I have a section in the book where I share with people where I was when I lost everything and how I prayed for a good four years, five years for God to give me back all that stuff that I lost. So my plan was the the brokerage firm was going to be reopened. I was going to have all the employees again, all my locations, like everything was going to go back to where it was. And I stopped praying that prayer and I said, no, God, what is it you have for me? Right. And, and as soon as I made that shift, which I wish I figured this out sooner, I'm not a quick learner. It took me four or five years. All of a sudden, all of these other opportunities opened up for me. And it was almost like God was waiting for me to ask him what my plan, what his plan was not to, to bless my plan, but God, what is your plan for me? And, and, and so many times I think we limit God 
because we're, we're like stuck. Well, we've got to live in this certain city. We've got to have this certain house, stay in this occupation. We've got to pray for the factory to reopen, even though that industry is dead. Instead of letting God take us into a whole new, exciting direction. Yeah, well, you know, years ago I heard uh, one of my uh, business associates say that, you know, most important thing you can do is to do what you know. In other words, that, you know, once you've developed an expertise in something, then, then stay in that because that's what you actually know. But there's others who want to coach you to do what you love or others who tell you to do what you do best. Or for some people, and especially millennials in this age, it's do what you can to change the world. So part of what we're about in life is to kind of determine maybe at the core level uh, what what my friend John Blumberg does, defines as core values on our personal level. And if you can kind of start there, uh, then ask God to, to kind of bless those in a way that, that will help improve the world in some way. You know, it's like that story. I don't know if you heard this story about the, uh, the young lady that was uh, a dancer. She was in New York City uh, on her way to an audition, and she's sitting in the first seat behind the bus driver. The bus driver struck up a conversation with her, and he, he asked her this question. He said, well, you know, what if you don't make it as a dancer? You know, what is your, what is your plan B? And she said, but that's my dream, you know, to be a dancer. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he turned around and looked at her and said, my dream was not to be a bus driver. <laughs> and that's, you know, that sort of kind of made the point that, you know, some, sometimes, you know, sometimes we go in different directions that are different from maybe, you know, what we dreamed of. I mean, we all grew up, maybe, at one point I was going to be playing for the White Sox, then I was going to be a fireman, then a policeman. <laughs> and it, it kept going, you know, until I was going to be a professional trumpet player, which I did do that for a while. And now uh, here I am doing radio and, and writing books. But I want to get to your blog for a moment because one of your, your, your posts you have up here from the 14th of January kind of hit me uh, because <laughs> I went to look at my reviews yesterday and uh, somebody went to one of my books and gave it a one star and just like spent a lot of time talking about how horrible the book was. Almost like, how could it be that bad? I mean, even if you didn't like it, how could you be this dedicated to coming after me for, for not liking my book? It says here six ways to deal with a critic uh in a minute or two give us some some thoughts about this because everybody's got critics right well everybody does and every and by the way you always uh, will and and part of that is born actually out of uh, the issue of uh, jealousy uh and part of it is born out of people's tastes are just you know uh very different so i mean you, you can't expect to go through life without realizing that you're not going to have uh, critics so in that particular blog i mean when you're talking about uh, evaluate the criticism see if it's uh, correct uh pray about the criticism that uh, you know whether or not that there's some validity to it um, stay at uh, the task that you're at because critics quote uh, demoralize. And, and that's where focus in life comes in. Uh, use the criticism to motivate was another one, and to also keep your dream alive. You know, you talked about that idea of a dream, uh, Jim's, uh, Jim, and one of, the things that, one of the things that comes up in people's life sometimes is to hear the phrase, you can be anything you want to be. But you and I know that that's not true. Because, uh, you know, just because we want to be an astronaut, or, or in my case, like you, a professional ball player. I may not have the skills to be a professional ball player, but that doesn't mean that I can't take my interest in baseball and coach 
or do other things with kids to be able to use those interests and those gifts and so on like that. So I kind of define it like a target with what you're best at and capable of as your bullseye. But in the outer circles, if you have other interests, develop those. They may lead to some great joy in your life. And you know, it comes down to this delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart because, and that's a verse that I live by because once we're at that point where we've got that communion with the Lord, our desires are in line with his will. And all of a sudden we're happy and and we're in God's will. And I think that's what it's all about. And Mark Elfstrand, it's been a pleasure having you with us tonight on the other side of the microphone for once as my guest. And thank you so much for your support over all these years and supporting ChristianMoney.com and what we're doing. We encourage people to watch your daily live Facebook videos and to connect with you over at markelfstrand.blogspot.com. If it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. Talk to you next week. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris. And if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the Internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now.